You already know that if you need a car wash, you need to go to Tommy's Express Car Wash. They've got all the tools and expertise to keep your car clean, both inside and on the outside. You want it clean inside because if anybody gets in your car, they're not going to want it look like a pigsty. Plus, you're going to want it clean of all those germs. You want it clean on the outside because if you're going to be pulling up in somebody's neighborhood, maybe going to see a friend, they're going to see the outside of your car and go, wow. This guy, he knows what he's doing with his car washes. That's because Tommy's Express Car Wash is going to take care of you. Their wash packages let you pay for the services you want, including Tommy Guard and Body Wax. That's right. Have it looking real spiffy. Wheel cleaning and tire gloss, underbody flush, and spot-free rinse and vacuums as well. If you're like me, you have a dog. I have a golden retriever. She sheds so much. So I need the vacuums at Tommy's Express Car Wash, and boy, do they have them. They do them right. That's wash, rinse, repeat with Tommy's Express Car Wash. And don't forget to download the Tommy Club app today and enjoy endless washing for one low price. That's at Tommy's Express Car Wash. No intro today. What's up, guys? This is Rock Chalk Sports Talk. I'm Derek Johnson here on KLWN. Royals just wanted to keep playing baseball. Not only are they not good, they wanted to interrupt more of our show. Sorry about that. Today, we're going to do our Free State High School football preview. So, we played that for you today here on RCST. If you're listening to this now, you're listening to our Best of RCST podcast. Good on you for doing that. Thank you for doing that. Brought to you by Tommy's Express Car Wash. Tell a friend about it. Give us a five-star review. You know, all that jazz that people in podcasts say. So, here is our Free State football preview. We actually didn't get to everything on the air, so we have a couple extra podcast exclusives for the Free State preview specifically. Outside of that, we're going to have more stuff KU-related coming on tomorrow's show. This has been Rock Chalk Sports Talk. Hope you enjoy the Free State preview. If it's not your thing, we'll see you tomorrow on RCSD. Our Free State football season preview as we get ready for the start of football season. Uh, two weeks will be the start of the football season with Free State opening up the year. Uh, we're joined by the head coach, uh, the Firebirds, Kevin Stewart. Coach, last year was was obviously a struggle between playing a brutally hard schedule to dealing with COVID. Uh, what did you learn from a season ago, and what is it going to take to uh, kind of build off last year and have a season that we've been more accustomed to with the Firebirds in terms of the the uh, overall results. Hey Derek, hey first uh, thanks for uh, thanks for having me, and I really appreciate that. Um, as far as last year, you know we we faced a number of challenges uh, as did a lot of teams across the state, but really we only played six games, and so um, you know getting consistency in practice last year and able to. Um, you know, really develop chemistry and install our playbook offensively and defensively. That was a challenge um, in itself. And, and, you know, hard to have success when you play two games and you're off two or three weeks and you play two games. And so, um, you know, we're not too worried about last year. Obviously, it's over. And, you know, we learned a lot from it. And to answer your question, the the thing that I really learned um, from last year is that um, as as a coach – you know, you have an opportunity to have success each Friday night. Um, you know, even though we didn't get to practice um, a lot last year and play a lot of games, there at the end of the season we played a really good Junction City team, and we were very competitive. The score was tied at halftime 14-14, to and we had opportunities going into the third quarter um, that we could have competed or maybe even won that game. So, you know, looking back on it, I think I take away that, hey, you don't have to be perfect in every single aspect, every single Friday night. Yes, you want to be prepared, but 
Um, you know, if your guys are working hard and they're ready to go, uh, they're going to have chances to be successful on Friday nights and compete against really good teams. Yeah, that schedule you guys played did no uh, no help to everything going on. It seemed like every week it was a another top five, top ten opponent in. 6A, 5A, whatever it was, um, moving forward. But now you head into this season. Um, has, has it still been a bit of a challenge with you know everything going on with the Delta variant and whatnot with, with COVID to um, kind of get the team together, or is it a little closer to being back to normal? Uh, yeah, last year we had no confidence builders or no slump busters on the schedule. Uh, we picked up like Lisa <laughs> North in the middle of the season, and uh, they had some dudes on that team. And then obviously we played Mill Valley and Lawrence High were really good teams last year across the state. Um, so, yeah, it was, it was a challenging schedule. Um, as far as this past uh, offseason and summer, we've kind of been getting back into normal. Um, obviously with the Delta variant, we're always aware of, you know, what could happen. Uh, but at this point, there hasn't been a lot of conversations about quarantines or shutdowns. Uh, most of our players are doing their best to um, stay healthy, get vaccinated. We wear our masks indoor, and we're taking the precautions to try to avoid any shutdowns. So uh, we're hoping to avoid all that this year. But, uh, you know, whatever comes up, we'll, we'll roll with the punches, so to speak. But uh, we're, we're planning on, you know, football as normal here in the fall. So we're talking with Kevin Stewart. As far as the quarterback position, Jet Deneen. Uh, moved to the quarterback spot uh, a season ago. We saw him prior to that more on the defensive side of the ball with uh, some other guys in a quarterback. Uh, how do you think that he has progressed over this offseason, and uh, what's it looking like for Jet Deneen as, as the QB and overall that QB room here in 2021? Yeah, Jet has um, done a fantastic job this offseason preparing his body for the season. Uh, he's as good of a uh, athlete as you're going to find uh, in high school football, I would say. He's physical, he's strong, he's fast. Uh, he's going to play a little bit of offense and defense this year on both sides of the ball. Uh, Jet started for us a couple games his sophomore year uh, towards the end of the season at quarterback. And then last year he started in all six games. Uh, the challenge with last year is um, statistically he didn't really get to show how, how good he was. Um, you know, it's hard to rack up statistics against you know, the good teams, the late, the Norse of the world, and the, like I mentioned, some of those other opponents earlier. But he still had pretty decent uh, statistics. He had 1,100 all-purpose yards uh, in just six, six games um, and, and close to uh, 600 yards rushing. So, you know, he actually had some decent stats for only six games of football. Uh, I think he'll build on that, and I think he'll really showcase his ability. Um, as far as our um, – Quarterback room, Wesley Edison is a sophomore, and he's a big kid and a good, strong athlete, and he'll be competing uh, a little bit for our backup position. And then we have two freshman quarterbacks that we're excited about, um, Landon Leipold and Boston Baker are two guys that we feel are going to be good quarterbacks here in the next four years for Free State. So they're competing, and, and we really like them. I noticed the last name of one of those quarterbacks. Would that be the uh, son of Kansas football head coach Lance Leipold? Yeah, yep, that's Coach's son, yep, no doubt. <laughs> All right, as far as the running back position, last year, and this was another challenge you guys kind of had to overcome with a guy like Dash Cleveland who looked really good in the limited time that we got to saw him, see him uh, a season ago, but ended up having the injury that uh, kind of derailed his season. Uh, what's the running back room looking like here headed into this year, uh, especially at a position that seems like each and every year the Firebirds have had a stud runner at some way uh, along the line to kind of lead the offense. 
Yeah, we have Dash uh, Cleveland coming back. He'll return for his senior year. Um, and as you said, he had a couple good games last year. Actually, his first game of the year against DeSoto, uh, he had 130 yards and a couple touches, uh, touchdowns. Um, but unfortunately, he was injured. And then um, with inconsistency, he never really got a chance to come back and get into a groove. Uh, so hopefully – you know he can he can carry the ball, but Dylan Farrell is a junior running back that we also uh, really like. He's worked his, worked his tail end off all summer, and he's in good shape and ready to go. Um, he's a little bit smaller back, but he's got some good speed. Um, and, and then we also have uh, a running back currently that we're hoping can get healthy. He had a little injury uh, towards the end of the summer, and his name is Tay uh, Ware. And uh, Tay. Um, has a little bit of ability too, and he'll be a junior this year, and he can really help us out if he's healthy. He's coming off a little knee injury, and, and we're hoping that he's able to contribute this year. So um, that's kind of what we're looking at as far as our, our running back position. Receivers, offensive line to round out the rest of the offense, tight ends, and so forth. How are uh, those positional groups looking? Yeah, I think we got a lot returning at the uh, wide receiver position. All of our starters from last year were juniors. Uh, Jake Patchen kind of headlines that group. Um, he started every game for us last year, and he does a great job working in the slot. Uh, Manny Apelle is a senior wide receiver um, that we um, – you know, have relied on quite a bit last year to step up. He's a big, tall target, uh, knows our plays, knows our routes, and he does a good job. He's pretty reliable. And then we have two new senior players that we're really excited about and, and trying to see what they'll contribute to the table. Uh, Jared Willits, uh, he's a wide receiver, um, big, tall, kind of athletic basketball kid and then track athlete, and uh, he's coming out for the first time this year. And then Jordan Brown is a transfer from um, – Baser Linwood and uh, Jordan. Jordan's a basketball player. Um, he's, he's got a couple small Division One scholarship offers for basketball, and so he didn't really work with us a whole lot this summer in football. And uh, he actually just called me and, and, and told me the other day, "Hey, I'm going to commit to playing this senior year of football. I want to finish it out." And so, um, you know, we're excited to see what we haven't seen him a lot. So we're excited to see what he brings. He caught caught 73 passes last year at Baser Linwood, and that is a lot of catches for a high school kids. So we're hoping he, uh, you know, is really committed and sticks with it here his senior year of football, even though he's got that basketball on the horizon. So hope, hopefully, he can bring a lot to the table. Who would you say the fastest player on the offense is? Uh, <laughs> you know, they would they would all debate <laughs> that. They would they would probably all, um, you know, it's it's probably between Jet Deneen and Dylan Farrell. Um, you know, this Tay Ware, if he's healthy, he's pretty fast too. Um, but you know, <laughs> that's tough. The guys the guys would uh, not want me to choose one. They'd all want to prove themselves. Okay, what about uh, the guy who's who's going to bench press the most uh, on that offensive unit, or the guy who maybe it's just strongest uh, would be the best uh, way to put it? Yeah, Ty, Ty Newhouse is uh, one of our offensive linemen, defensive linemen. He's definitely probably the strongest overall on the team. As far as bench press, we have a senior named Preston Tran. He plays defensive line, and he does a pretty good job in the weight room. He's, he's benching over uh, – he's over 320 pounds, so he's pretty proud of that. Okay, well, let's switch over to that defense. You mentioned Ty Newhouse as well, who is committed to Tulsa. Really cool news for Ty. Uh, what's the defense looking like overall? Are there any changes to the team, any big differences in, in what you guys are going to try to do? Uh, last year we were a three-man front uh, primarily, and this year we're going to 
um, based out of a four-man front. So just throwing an extra defensive lineman on the field. We'll still have the ability to sub somebody out and, and get back into a three-man front. But we're trying to um, get a little bit more physical on line of scrimmage and do a better job with the run game. Uh, and so uh, Ty Newhouse is uh, probably our top defensive lineman. But as I mentioned, Preston Tran, uh, he does a good job and started for us last year. And then we have two defensive ends, Brian Lane and Caden Thomas, uh, both very athletic, and we expect them to be able to pressure the quarterback a little bit from the defensive end spot and, and do a really good job for us. Um, linebackers, uh, Josiah Nash will be looking to start at middle linebacker. Uh, he's a hard worker, and he's uh, just kind of been chomping at the bit, ready to, to get his opportunity to start for us. So we're excited for him. Quez Lee plays outside linebacker. Uh, he started all of our games last year at that position, and he's got good uh, size, uh, pretty good length. He's 6'3", 6'4", and um, has some opportunities to play in college. And Colton Berger is a junior who's coming in for us at the linebacker position uh, as well. Secondary, um, as I said, Jet Denine's going to uh, play a little bit of safety. And then Grant Gregory is another safety that we've been relying on all summer. You know, he starts at third base for Free State and the baseball team, and he's just very competitive and solid solid player all, all around. And then uh, corners, we're looking at uh, Jalen Jordan is a senior who's been working really hard in the weight room, and he's excited to get going. And uh, Sammy Alchick is a, a senior um, who's done the same thing, and he'll look to fill in a corner position. So, so as we get ready for the season, what – would you say right now would be your team's biggest strength? And what is something that you feel like you guys still are, are working on to improve, to kind of fine tune toward the start of the year? Oh, I think our biggest uh, strength this year, you know, is probably going to be our offensive line play. I would think uh, has an opportunity to be really successful. Um, and, but with that, I would also say, you know, we return a lot of, uh, experience, you know, at a lot of the, the different positions. So these guys all played quite a bit last year against good competition. Um, I feel like they know the expectations. They know the speed of the game. I think they'll be ready to go. Um, when we play some good teams, it's going to be a challenge. It's going to be a dogfight, you know. Uh, when we play some good competition, those games are going to be tough regardless of experience. Uh, but I feel like the guys that we have returning, they're going to be able to handle the teams on the schedule that they should be able to handle. And uh, then we got to win those tough games. Uh, as far as the biggest question mark, I think the overall depth uh, would be the, the biggest concern. Uh, any coach will tell you that, but uh, we don't want to get certain uh, positions injured. <laughs> we really don't. We, don't, we want to keep guys healthy at certain positions, as always, and, and make sure that uh, depth-wise, at, the, at some of the skill positions, we don't have a ton of juniors this year on the roster, and so the next guys up would be sophomores. So the seniors, you know, we really want to keep them healthy. As far as the the start of the season, you open up at Shawnee Mission Northwest on that Thursday night of September 2nd. Have you guys started looking into that game at all, or is it more about just self-evaluation right now and you'll start scouting your, your opponents as we get closer to the year? Yeah, as coaches, we've looked at uh, quite a bit of their uh, game film from last year, and we just kind of see what they're doing. But as far as our emphasis this week, it's kind of uh, back to kind of a camp week mentality. So we'll be working on, uh, you know, a lot of our individual fundamentals. You know, we'll be working on some of our, um, you know, tackling, blocking, base drills, and conditioning and getting after it and just, you know, um, doing our stuff. And then next week we'll kind of start looking a little bit more into specifics. 
He's Kevin Stewart, head coach for the Free State Firebirds. Coach, thank you so much for joining us and looking forward to football season in just a couple weeks. Hey, thank you. I appreciate you guys covering us, and uh, we're excited uh, for the 2021 season. So uh, let's go Firebirds. All right, that was Kevin Stewart, the head coach for the Free State Firebirds. Again, season kickoff two weeks from today. We'll have that over on 929 The Bowl, bowl929.com. Lawrence High, playing on that same Thursday, will be right here on KLWN. Fortunately, they're playing on Thursday as opposed to playing that Friday because we have the KU football season opener at home, and that would be a bit of a scheduling nightmare. Now, the following week, we do have that scheduling nightmare for week two of the high school and college season with the Friday, but at least Kansas not at home for that one. FM 1017, 1320 KLWN's Rock Chalk Sports Talk. We continue on with our free state football preview coming up on the other side. Joined by Jet Deneen, the quarterback for the Free State Firebirds this year. Jet, last year was obviously a difficult season for the Firebirds dealing with things from injuries to COVID-19 to playing a really tough schedule a season ago. So what did you learn in the 2020 year that you're going to take here into 2021? You know, we're obviously really excited to get this season going. Last year was tough, but as a team and for me, we learned a lot about adversity and how to just overcome things in general. Uh, like you said, obviously, a lot of uncertainty happened last year with COVID, and we did have a hard schedule. That's not an excuse, so I think we'll be well, well prepared for this year. What have been the biggest things that you've been working on personally in the off season to, to try to fine-tune here into your senior year? Uh, I've been getting my receivers a lot uh, on our own. Obviously, this summer, like there's rules with be, having coaches, but I got my receiver a lot this year. I've been getting my O line working his pass protections and stuff like that to get to get ready. And is the offense pretty similar to what it's been for you in recent years, where you feel like you're starting to master the playbook, maybe a little bit more? Yes, 100. Uh, percent I do. Uh, we actually added a few more players. Uh, we had a, a transfer from Baser, and then a few guys off the basketball team are coming out. So I think they'll they'll help us out there for sure. Was that something where you had to kind of try to convince some guys who were on the basketball team to to make a play at it, or was that already in their plans? Uh, that was actually already in their plan. That was already in their plan. Okay. Uh, would you rather have a game-winning rushing touchdown or a game-winning passing touchdown? Mm, that's tough. But I, I might have to go with a game-winning passing touchdown so I can get some other people involved. How much do you take from your older brothers, Jay, who is currently at KU, to Joe, who went on to the NFL for a little bit there? How much do you kind of bounce advice and and questions about football off with them? You know, I go to them for everything. They've always been there for me through the bad and the good. I've always gone to them. Uh, They have a lot to tell me. They've obviously been through a lot. They've played a lot of football, so I really go to them for everything and they give me a lot of advice, which helps a lot. All right, I forgot Jax there as well. But as far as you you four with Jay, Joe, Jax, and yourself, uh, I've got some superlatives for you. Who is the fastest of the four of you guys? The fastest? I actually have to go with me. I think I'm the fastest out of us four. I think I agree with that. Which one of you guys is the best basketball player? Best basketball player. As of right now, I'd go with Jay. Okay. Jay. Uh, who's the strongest of the four? Oh, definitely Jack. Definitely Jack. Uh, smartest? Ja- uh, probably Joe. 
Okay. Um, who is the best at just random sports? Like, no matter what sport you play, it seems like they're winning a lot, like ping pong or air hockey or whatever. I'd go with me or Joe probably on that one. Me. We're talking with Jet Deneen here. Uh, so what do you think uh, about some of your, your running backs, the guys you're going to be handing off the ball to? Who should we be on a lookout for this year? Uh, Dash Cleveland. He played for us last year and our, my, actually my sophomore year. Uh, he was hurt for most of last year, but I'm excited for him. He's going to have a big year. He's, he's, he's good. He's really good. And then we have this kid named Dylan Farrell who played a little bit for us last year. He's going to be a junior, and he, I think he's going to help us a lot too. Are there any players on the offense, no matter what the position, that you've seen a huge growth from, whether it was actually growing, like gaining weight or getting a lot taller, or just getting a lot faster, more athletic over the course of the offseason? You know, I can't really say anyone specific, but i got to give my offensive line credit. They've been, they've been working really hard this summer, and they've been, they've been gaining weight. They've been pushing themselves in the weight room, and I'm really excited to see their growth. Awesome. Well, we're uh, looking forward to your first game coming up here in a couple weeks. That is Jet Deneen, the quarterback for the Free State Firebirds. Jet, thank you so much for the time and good luck this season. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. All right, that was Jet Deneen, who's going to be leading the Firebirds as the starting quarterback on the offense. We'll see him in two weeks from today. We'll have that game for you on 929thebowl.bowl929.com. KLWN will be the home for Lawrence High. I'm Derek Johnson. This is Rock Chalk Sports Talk. Our Free State preview continues on next this is RCST on FM 1017 and 1320 KLWN. Depend on it. Welcome back in. Rock Chalk Sports Talk, FM 1017, 1320 KLWN. I'm Derek Johnson, joined again by Bethany Bowman of Sports in Kansas. Check it out. They're covering everything in the state of Kansas with prep sports and some really good interviews on there as well from Bethany. So we covered LHS yesterday. Today is the Free State Firebird preview uh, Free State had an 0-6 year last year, and it was a tough year where they were dealing with injuries. I mean, Dash Cleveland runs for over 100 yards first game, and then he gets injured, and they had COVID concerns. I think at one point they were playing one of their backup tight ends who was like 210 pounds at left guard, and then you add that all up, and you're playing a really tough schedule where you're having to play you know, DeSoto and Mill Valley, top teams in 5A, and Lawrence High, top teams in 6A and so forth. So what are your thoughts on the Firebirds 2020 season and if that relates at all to 2021 after having kind of a down year? Yeah, I always think, you know, after a year like that, especially going 0-6, that, that's tough. And like you mentioned, the injuries and everything uh, on top of the challenges we already had going on with COVID. And so Free State's six losses and their six opponents, though, were combined 47-15 and 15 on the year. Wow. Um, so those are those are teams that are winning a lot of ball games and uh, some teams that made some some deep runs in the playoffs. So um, you know it's kind of tough to to say. I, I definitely don't want to you know jump out and say, well, you know, Free State's not a team to look at because of their record last year. We've seen a ton of teams around the state have turnarounds in just a year or two. Um, they've gone from you know one and eight to uh, nine and one on the end. So it's just very hard to say. Um, I think that head coach Kevin Stewart is doing a great job and I know he's really trying to build the program the right way. And so definitely I think free state has some, some nice caliber players and we can't overlook them. They did after uh, the the year before lose some great players and that might've led to some of the struggles a little bit in 2020. But, you know, I definitely think free state still for me, a team that uh, we're going to look at and hope to see do a little better this season. 
Yeah, the same thing we were talking about with Lawrence High, just kind of a, a program thing where typically each and every year you, you kind of know what to expect from them, that they'll at the very least be competitive and in some of their up years be one of the top contenders. Is that the same case for Free State? And that's just kind of what made last year even more of an anomaly and, and kind of a weird thing that happened? Yeah, I mean, I think you're always out of Lawrence. Uh, the city of Lawrence going to expect to have some great players, um, you know, before – the separation of the two schools, uh, Lawrence was just a powerhouse in football. And so um, we know that there's great athletes and there's great kids in the city. Um, I think, like you mentioned, it was kind of a weird year going 0-6 uh, because in 2019, Lawrence Free State went 8-2. and And so we know they have the, the capabilities to have some good seasons and uh, some good years. And um, I definitely think that they just need to figure a few things out, but they kind of have all the makeups of what they need to have some success in the near future. What players have caught your attention for Free State last year, this year, into 2021? Uh, I think a big one's got to be Ty Newhouse on the defensive line. He's a Tulsa commit. Um, I mentioned with Lawrence, um, their offensive line and some of their defensive line will be kind of the starting point for them. I think that's the same for Free State. Um, you know, obviously, you've got to have some players that can make some plays, but it, it kind of starts with uh, the guys in the trenches. So um, one guy that you at Lawrence Free State will be getting is Baser Linwood, all, uh, former Baser Linwood All-State receiver Jordan Brown. He is an athlete, and uh, I think Free State fans and uh, the team should be excited about having Jordan um, joining, joining the team because that kid can definitely make an impact. Um, with his play, just a great basketball player as well, but just an all-around athlete. When you think of how COVID kind of affected last year, is it tough to kind of evaluate, uh, you know, teams heading into this year in a certain sense just because you don't know how much that might have affected certain schools compared to other ones? Yeah, it's definitely been tough because a lot of schedules, uh, when you're looking at them, were completely different than um, what they would normally play. Uh, teams were scrambling at the last minute to find an opponent because they did want to play. I mean, if we had the opportunity, if you were COVID-free and you didn't have your team quarantined, you wanted to get out there on Friday night. Um, so that meant, you know, maybe finding a very atypical opponent that you normally wouldn't see on the schedule. Um, so it, it definitely threw some things off. Uh, I, I think it was kind of fun to get to sometimes see some matchups we normally wouldn't, but it's definitely – made it a little tougher to see where some teams were at. And so I think this season in 2021, it'll be nice to get back on track, see some of those matchups we normally do, and be able, be able to better evaluate some of these teams. So Free State's eight-game schedule, it starts up on the road against Shawnee Mission Northwest on September 2nd in a couple weeks. Uh, what's your diagnosis of the Firebirds schedule this season? Yeah, again, they've got a tough one. Um, Playing in the Sunflower League is tough, just like Lawrence. And uh, like I mentioned last season with their opponents, winning 47 games and losing only 15. Uh, they didn't play everybody that they'll have on the schedule this year with only playing six games. But uh, a lot of these teams had some great seasons. So, yeah, I think you said starting out with Shawnee Mission Northwest. as a team that went 6-2. and two, And one of the best quarterbacks in the state, Ty Black, he left for the Air Force Academy graduated and is now playing college football but uh you know i think they've got some weapons um move on to shawnee mission south that is a team that like we mentioned with lawrence um on their schedule they went 0-7 in 2020 um, but can't really overlook like we were talking about with free state 
any team that had a struggling year could turn it around pretty quickly. Um, so, you know, I think that'll be a good matchup, though, for the Firebirds. Um, definitely, you know, one, one of those teams is going to get a win and will help maybe boost their confidence for the remainder of the season. And we got a lace North next week after that, 8-2 and two record, one-point regular season loss to a great Lawrence team last season. They fell to state runner-up Blue Valley North in the semis, and that program has numerous state titles. Gardner Edgerton, they finished five and three last season. You know, they in the past have had a ton of success, and so that's always a program for me. When you hear that name, um, you can expect some great athletes to come out of. Obviously, it's been a while, but uh, Bubba Starling was kind of their most notable one several years ago. Now playing for the Royals, but he could have gone on and played college football. Um, outside John Means, who's playing in the MLB right now against Bubba, so just always great athletes coming out of that school. Um, since then, there's been multiple that have gone on to play at the college level. Mill Valley in uh, October on October 1st, they're back-to-back defending 5A state champions. They will be good again. Joel Appleby has something great going on there, and they have a ton of talent back. So um, guys stepping up, too, that are young. So expect them to be very good. Lisa South was 1-5. Only win was over Shawnee Mission East. And, uh, again, though, Kind of in the sunflower, they're they're beating up on each other. Last season, there was um, you know a bunch of teams with some struggling records, but it was every week not knowing who was going to get the win. So uh, again, very tough league here in the sunflower. And then uh, October fifteenth, Shawnee Mission East one and six. Their only win was over Shawnee Mission South. So uh, I like Coach Justin Hoover. I think he can get that program going and turned around a little bit for this season. So they should be one that you got to look out for and definitely can't overlook. Last game of the year, Lawrence High. Obviously, Lawrence went 9-1, and fell to Derby in the playoffs, and that will be a fun one just for the in-city rivalry. But um, I think Lawrence probably has to be the favorite in that one. It would be very fun and exciting to see the, the Firebirds come out with a win, though. So excited for, for that game and for the entire season for, for Free State. I think it's going to be a good year. Well, Bethany, thank you so much for coming on again and, and talking about Free State as you did with LHS as well. Again, she's the Director of Ops at Sports in Kansas. You can find some of her awesome reporting and interviews being done over there with Sports in Kansas. Bethany, thank you again for the time, and uh, have a good rest of your week. Hey, thank you, guys. I appreciate it. All right, that was Bethany Bowman joining us for the Free State High School Preview. This is Rock Shock Sports Talk. I'm Derek Johnson on FM 1017, 1320 KLWN. Depend on it. Joined by Nolan Henderson now as we finish out our Free State High football preview here on Rock Chalk Sports Talk. Uh, we were just talking beforehand, Nolan making the switch from offensive line to defensive line. So let's start with the position group that you've been coaching. How's the defensive line looking? I'm sure uh, it's nice to have a big guy in there like Ty Newhouse, right? Oh, my God. If I people think I'm a good coach, it really has nothing <laughs> to do with me. I've got, I've got talent left and right on that defensive line. It's all seniors with anchored by, of course, Ty Newhouse. Preston Tran will be a two-year starter. Brian Lane at the speed rush defensive end, he'll be a two-year starter. And then Caden Thomas, who played linebacker last year, he got bigger, stronger, faster, and we decided to move him over to defensive end, and he's ready to go. Not to mention we have depth at that spot. So as as much as I'd like to brag about how awesome of a coach I am, I've got talent left and right. That was a very coach answer, though, and I will give you credit. I think you're a good coach, so you have me 
me on your side <laughs> okay. there. Um, well, I appreciate that. <laughs> what What are the biggest differences? Are you guys running anything differently as far as the defensive line goes this season than maybe in years past? Uh, yeah, you know, in years past, we've been more um, gap control. Let the let the hold the gap. Let the play come to you. Let the linebackers make the tackle. Now we're still doing some of that. Um, our defensive line does have to be a little bit uh, more keen, a little bit smarter. They're going to have to read hats a little bit more, run pass. But when it is pass and they can get an all-out rush going, it's going to be pretty nasty. I mean, it's you have to pick your poison. You're going to have to double-team uh, Ty Newhouse or Preston Tran. And either way, goes, Preston Tran's not as big and as strong as Ty, but he's if he's not as strong – I mean, he's what I'm saying is he's just as strong upper body wise, but he's got longer arms. Um, I mean, he's a tough matchup. And Brian Lane's so quick off the edge. I think Brian Lane finished in the top five of all our speed work drills all summer. And Caden Thomas was up there in most of them. So, I mean, I I really do have a group of studs. It's the group that you're going to have to watch out for on our defense this year. Okay. And, and how about the guys you used to be coaching, the offensive line? Because I'm sure as – defensive line that's the guys you're most often going up against how's that group looking on the other end of things and trying to block your guys oh you know what <clears throat> when ty newhouse is playing offensive line sometimes our <laughs> job becomes difficult yeah that's a pretty Especially. big switch for whichever side he's on right <laughs> exactly yeah uh, on our left side we've got two um sure Fire Power Five deep Division One players on that left side, and Ty Newhouse and Calvin Clemens. Uh, it's super exciting. You've got Tyler Gorley, who's a three-year starter on the offensive line, um, you know, and he's got the ability to play at a high college level. So we've got a lot of experience from that center to the left side. Our right side is going to have some newcomers, but they're doing a really good job. I'm telling you. <clears throat> As sad as I was to see Scott Franz leave, obviously, a uh, former player of mine personally, become friends over the years, went to my alma mater, Kansas State, uh, Coach Pegram, who comes to us, former head coach of Anderson County. He's a great addition to the staff, to the community, to the school. Um, he's doing a good job, and, and we, uh, him, Scott, and I, um, got together a few times over the summer and really talked and verbiage was the same. And I mean, it's really picked up where he left off. You know, he's probably got a few tricks up his sleeve that maybe Scott didn't have because he played, you know, he played at the highest level as well at Northern Illinois um, under Jerry kill. So he had some, <clears throat> he definitely had some tricks up his sleeve that maybe Scott didn't have just a different type of offense, different type of, uh, conference so yeah i mean if they're doing good it's a lot of fun and i miss being on the offensive side because they get all the credit but <laughs> i do like to get after it and i do like to get after it and put the hurt on people when we get a chance yeah i mean there is the the point of yeah you but the offensive line don't get the credit anyway so now if there's a sack that's you right that's true yeah that's true that's right <laughs> we're talking with nolan henderson here from free state high school as we continue on with our firebirds preview uh, are there any stories just from last year that you can share about how difficult things were playing amid COVID? And I, I thought at one point you guys were playing like a backup tight end on the offensive line. And um, it just felt like you guys really had to go through it a season ago. 
I, I mean, injuries, quarantines, and, you know, we never got the chance to build up momentum. We played one week, then we'd have two weeks off, then we'd play one week and two weeks off. It just wasn't, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, we had guys playing in positions they weren't. I'd mentioned Caden Thomas earlier, who played linebacker last year, but he's traditionally a defensive end. Um, it's much different, and, and I want to give a lot of credit to um, Coach Stewart, uh, he really, he did not veer. I mean, he's remained positive the whole time. You know, let's go, let's go, let's go. Like, as he likes to say, he likes to bring that juice. And he's been super positive, super motivational to the kids. Um, he's done a great job keeping us all together and building back that morale that, you know, it doesn't matter. You go over in any season, in any sport, morale is down. And he's done a really good job building it back up. Kids are excited. And uh, I think you'll see the Firebirds bounce back. Yeah, I was going to say, once you got to the off season this past year, or spring workouts, or whatever it was, could you tell there was almost like a renewed sense of spirit among some of the kids to say, hey, we're not letting that happen again? A hundred percent, especially the senior group. You've got Ty Newhouse, Jet Deneen, um, and uh, Tyler Gorley. Sorry. Um, those three guys have played and started since they were sophomores. And uh, that left a pretty nasty – last year left a pretty nasty taste even more because they were a part of a quarterfinal team. Um, and obviously, Jet has uh, – there's been a lot of winning with his older brother, so he's got to deal with that at the dinner table. <laughs> during Thanksgiving and Christmas and stuff. So, um, but those guys are pretty nasty and um, have a nasty taste in their mouth. And, you know, I tell you what, Tyler Gorley's leading with that nasty attitude. He's like, there's no time to mess around. It's not a mess around year after last year. Ty Newhouse is just a physical specimen. So, it, mad or sad or glad or whatever, it's tough to even do anything to that kid because he's such a beast. <laughs> and then, of course, you know, they don't get much more competitive than the Deneen boys. So we just got our last one, the last hurrah of the Deneen family legacy. <laughs> Have you noticed a difference in Jet specifically in what we saw last year into this season now, his senior year? Oh, yeah. he's Well, we've, we've had time because we haven't had to, you know, we haven't had these long gaps in practice and stuff. So we've practiced. We practice every day. They've been putting in extra work. I know Jet's been working um, on his own with the receivers, um, even some of the newcomers. Um, and, I mean, they're, they're determined to win. And I think I have little doubt that we will be successful. We're talking with Nolan Henderson a few more minutes here. First game comes up in just two weeks from today. Uh, do you feel like you have that much preparation? I mean, how much prep can you do for just from like a scouting standpoint of your opponent or that first week? Is it more so just kind of about personal reflection? Well, you know, I think the most difficult part is um, Shawnee Mission Northwest had the possibly the best quarterback in the state last year in uh, Ty Black, and he, you know, he's going to Air Force. So how good will his replacement be? Will they be – just as good, not as good, nothing like now. I, I can't think of the young man's name. I know he's a really good athlete and a heck of a third baseman for them. Um, he played tight end last year. But you never know. When you get under center, things change. And I guess I'm not saying that from experience because I've never been under center. I've just been the center. <laughs> but uh, um, 
you know, I think they'll be good. I think they'll definitely try to air it out. And, uh, I mean, that's what we expect because that's what they did last year. That's what they were doing at the end of the season. However, you know, good coaches, they'll remember what they did at the end of the year and they'll make adjustments off of what we come out and do. So we've got to prepare both for uh, – we're, we're definitely preparing for a big pass game, uh, but we're keeping our linebackers and defensive line prepared for um, – a good strong running game because this kid that'll be the starting running back this year was really solid at the freshman and JV level the last couple of years. So, uh, but again, you know, if you're good at freshman, you're good at JV, oftentimes it transfers to when you get to varsity, but you never know. So he is Nolan Henderson, defensive line coach for the free state firebirds looking forward to being out there on, I was going to say Friday night, but the first game on a Thursday night for some uh, high school football. We're, we're inching closer to the days, and the countdown is on. Thank you for joining me. Absolutely. Looking forward to it. Heading out to practice soon, and uh, we're getting after it. Thank you. All right, Nolan Henderson, that wraps up all of who we're talking to for a free state preview. Thank you to Jet Deneen. Thank you to Kevin Stewart. Thank you to Nolan Henderson. Thank you to Bethany Bowman for giving us uh, a couple different looks at this thing. That's going to do it for Rock Chalk Sports Talk today. I'm Derek Johnson for RCST. We'll see you tomorrow. It's going to be another short show. The Royals play at 120, so it might even be a little bit shorter. This is FM 1017 and 1320 KLWN. Depend on it. Later.